Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 91 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels from Sandusky, Ohio, and I'm thrilled that you're listening. Episode 91's club of the episode are the Heathmont Jets Football and Netball Club out of Heathmont, Victoria. Club plays at the H.E. Parker Reserve. You can find them on Instagram at Heathmont Jets and their website, HeathmontJets.com. Here is hoping that the coaches and players of the men's and women's senior clubs, along with the younger groups, have a fantastic year this year. It's great that footy is being played in Victoria again, and I hope you have a successful year, everybody, with the Heathmont Jets. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget that you can find everything related to this podcast at my new website, ayankonthefooty.com. I hope you'll consider checking it out. Remember... You can leave a voicemail there if you have any uh, comments that you'd like to add into an episode. Uh, you can share your views on an issue uh, from a previous round or a question that you may have for me or something of that nature for an upcoming episode. You can also sign up for the email list there as well. So every time a new episode comes out, it will get sent to you before it goes out onto social media, before it goes out to the uh, website, or even before it uh Ends up, well, I guess it'll be on the Podbean app before it gets anywhere else. But uh, other than that, it's going to get to you pretty darn quickly. And folks, if you like the show, hope you'll consider maybe helping me out a little bit there at the uh, Buy Me a Coffee page. Or if you're interested in any kind of uh, podcast gear, you can also find things on my Redbubble page. Hopefully, if you like this episode, you'll go ahead and uh, share a link with your friends and family. Now, this is a uh, kind of an interesting episode for me here, okay, because I... Uh, I had I, first of all, I, I love this discussion that I had with these two gentlemen, and uh, it was interesting because it hit a little too close to former home for me. Uh, these two gentlemen both live in the same town where, well, let's just put it out there. Uh, somebody that I used to be married to lives there. In fact, when we were married, this is where we lived. I'm not going to say where it is. It's not doesn't. That, is it's not germane to the conversation, although I think it does come up during our discussion. So if you listen through, you'll be able to hear it. Uh, so it was kind of interesting, uh, and that's that has been over thirty years ago, and I was uh, regaling them about where things happen to be within town. So I was, you know, kind of proving my legitimacy, legitimacy that I knew where, you know, that this was someplace that I'd actually been for a few years. And it was a really nice city, but it's growing from what I have heard. I have not been back there, as you might imagine. Uh, but like I said, this is a fun interview. These two gentlemen that I'm going to be talking to here in just a moment might be the newest footy fans in the United States. And when you hear their story as far as how they came across the game or you know discover the game, I think you'll find that very interesting and when you hear how passionate they are about the game, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised because, to me, these guys are a a new generation of footy fans, and I'm I'm hoping that they'll you know continue to grow their YouTube channel, uh, bring more friends to becoming fans of the game as well because, you know, we need to grow viewership here in the United States because if you are not aware of this yet, and I think I mentioned it. Uh, in a real short episode last week that I put out, the AFL and Fox Sports here in the United States finally came to an agreement where they're putting, I think this weekend they had every game 
except for the Cats game, which is probably a good thing. Uh, don't get me started on that. Uh, on either FS1 and FS2 or on the Fox Soccer Plus channel, which is a, a, a an additional channel similar to like HBO or something of that nature where you get a lot of soccer games from around the world. But they've gone ahead and put a few uh, footy games on there as well. But I think on the regular TV, I believe they had three games that Americans could watch free of charge other than paying for their satellite or cable television. So it's a start. You know, the great folks at Afana.com here in the United States have been working at pressuring uh, and cajoling, begging, pleading, reminding the AFL and the, the television networks here in the States to um, – go ahead and consider getting this back on the air. And they've finally done it, and to me that's fantastic. I'm so thrilled that that has happened. So I've watched a handful of games so far this weekend. I plan on watching a couple more here over the coming days uh, before my next episode comes out here in a few days. But it was not a good weekend. And I don't know if uh, any of you do any kind of tipping contests or anything like that, but I'm not even sure I tipped the right sport this weekend, let alone got any of the games correct. Although I, I, I got Gold Coast correct. I know that because I think I'm two for two here in the last couple weeks of Gold Coast. So I, I'm pretty pleased with that. So I hope you'll uh, sit back, ladies and gentlemen, and enjoy my conversation with two young men who are passionate about the game of Australian rules football. Uh, sit back and enjoy my talk with Steez and the Don from the Steez and the Don YouTube channel, and I will be providing a link to their channel in the show notes so you can check it out yourselves. I encourage you to do so. These guys, first of all, I'm envious that they, they're so good at doing graphics and that sort of thing on their YouTube channel. I've not figured out how to do that sort of thing yet, and I think we actually discussed in the conversation that, uh, well, nobody needs to see my face on YouTube anyway. So <laughs> that having been said, sit back, ladies and gentlemen, relax, enjoy the show, and I hope that you have a great time listening to this. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels from Sandusky, Ohio, and I am thrilled that my guests are able to join us. They are two relatively new footy fans Uh and uh, our conversation off air before we got started here hit a little close to home. We we uh, we kind of reminisced about some things, even though we're about thirty years apart in age, because uh, they live in uh, well, they live in an area now where I used to live in a former life. Uh, they're the co <laughs> they are the co-host of the Steez and the Don AFL show on YouTube, and I'd like to welcome Steez and the Don to the podcast, gentlemen. Thanks for coming on. Uh, appreciate you taking time out of your evening, gentlemen. Thanks. Uh, no problem. This is Steve oh, speaking. Uh, Craig, I definitely appreciate the opportunity to be on here. Nope, absolutely. Yeah. This is this is great. I, I've I've never been introduced like that, uh, so this is definitely an experience for me. That <laughs> I really thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I agree. I so agree. so you've not been introduced that way before, huh? Is it? Uh... Uh, yeah, uh -huh. all, all this is new to me. Uh, maybe the Steve's too, but yeah, all this yep. attention that we're getting. Well, and we're we're just two guys that watch AFL. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I I'm just one guy that watches AFL, and <laughs> and, and three and, guys that watch AFL. And and here's the thing, guys: we're three Americans that that love this game, and yep. and I and I think that 
and this, I think it's safe to say that what the two of you are trying to do and what I'm trying to do with my podcast is we're trying to tell other Americans, hey, you ought to be checking out this game because it's a pretty damn great game. I agree. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I think that's kind of the, the whole idea behind what we're doing here. You know, it's 100 percent. Yeah. So, yeah, I have to ask, guys. How did you discover the game? I mean, what what uh, what led you to go? OK, this is something I need to check out. So I, we just watched videos on YouTube. I think we were checking out sports clips, just crazy sports clips. I think it started off with UFC and it ended up with like the greatest marks of AFL. And then from there, we just, it was like, man, the way they're jumping on each other's backs, they probably fight each other all the time. <laughs> then we looked up the fights. Yeah. And they Rabble definitely hole. did. <laughs> Rabble hole, man. <laughs> yeah. And then from there, it was like, man, we got to learn everything about this sport. <laughs> so what kind of time frame are we talking about there? Because uh, was that last year that you kind of, like over the wintertime or during COVID while you were kind of sequestered away somewhere? Probably like what, Don? It was like a week or two before the regular season or the, the season. This season started the 2021 season. Yeah, we, we started taking it serious two weeks before the regular season started. And it was just we sat down, we learned everything that we could about the game. And from that point on, we knew the season was coming. So we was like, we're gonna watch it this season. Okay. And it's uh so when you first when you first sat down to what you know, because you know, again, I've only been following the game for about five years, but the game, the way the game is played today compared to how it was played 30 years ago is significantly different. You know, there was a lot more maybe violence, I guess you could say. You know, if you get, <laughs> yeah, that back, you know, back in the day, which is a phrase I tell my students I don't want them to ever use. So, but back in the 80s, you know, even prior to that, you know, there tend to be a lot more physicality you know maybe today's a little bit more finesse uh yeah you know and i and i think that part of that's due to you know the the discovery of just how impactful concussions can be on uh on on yep. players long term but you know, as you're watching this for the first time what's going through your mind i mean you're, you're watching the marks you're watching the fights you're you probably moved on and then to see the you know the greatest goals of all time that sort of thing as well What's you know? You guys are sitting down and talking. What what are, what are you thinking to yourselves? Uh, for me, I was really just thinking like this sport is kind of in a league of its own. It's not any, like anything I really ever seen. Um, there's no sport that, to my knowledge, really get lets you get away with jumping on somebody's back. And like I think the closest thing to my knowledge is American football, but you have pads and all types of protection. So it's really crazy, really just to to see something so different and something so unique that it seems like it's easy to catch the eye, but I seem to have never heard it. I'm 26 years old. It's, it's just, for me, that's kind of where I was coming from. Okay. And uh, on my side, it was just, man, they're on this giant field. Didn't even know what to call it. This giant oval shaped field, way bigger than the soccer field. So many players, they're all playing aggressive. There's, it's just a consistent flow in the game. It's, 
it's, it's really never a dull moment when, when you're watching it and you don't really know what's going on. It's just so much stuff to just take in and look at on the screen. Yeah, it's, it is. Uh, and that's one of the things that I, that I love seeing, uh, you know, with the different people that I interact with on, on Facebook and such is that when they're at the games and they take a picture from where their seat is, I just, I love being able to see, you know, cause I've not, I've not been to a game in real life before, but just being able to see what their vantage point is on the grounds is to me just such a really cool thing to be, to see how they're seeing the game. And, you know, I, I one of the things that we've, I've talked about with other people is I said, it would be great to be able to get like, you know, what they talk about in the NFL, like the all 22 video. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see a game from like overhead or at least behind mm-hmm. one of the goals overhead. So you can see just how I just bumped the mic there. Uh, you can see how the game flows because, you know, even with the side camera there, you only get, you're only seeing a, a small section of the ground. And right. uh, it's uh, so I still think that we don't necessarily get to, to appreciate all of this stuff in terms of how everybody's getting into position and maneuvering around the ground, but it's just, there, there is a method to their madness in most cases. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that because watching the game, I'll be looking for a certain player to do something. And from my perspective watching it, it's like, I didn't see him doing anything at all, but I'll hear the commentators be like, oh yeah, he's having a great game. It's just everything he's doing is off camera. And it, it's just hard to appreciate everything that a player is doing on the field when you can't even see it. That's a great point. That's a great point. Right. So I, I think, uh, oh, don't, sorry, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, so like uh, just to add on to that point that Don was saying, as far as the camera goes, um, it's hard to appreciate just individual players, but also just teams as well, just to see like what type of defensive formation they're sitting in or how they're reacting to the ball movement on the offense, but also just to see how the offensive team is like moving the ball and switching the play to the other side and manipulating the defense as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would like to see like a, a camera where I could see the whole defensive shifts and everything as well. So, yeah. Uh, have you, have you guys, have you guys run across the, there's a, there is a video on YouTube that, uh, talks about like the, the statistics in the game and how it's like the most statistics heavy game in the world. And it goes into the, the company that compiles the stats for all the games. I don't know if you've run across that one. It's absolutely fascinating because they have, there's like a handful of people who were there working for the stats companies who are, who are basically commentating the stats into a recorder during the course mm. of the game. And then and they go ahead and they translate that all into act the actual physical statistics after the game is done. It's just, it's, it's mind boggling the amount of stuff that goes into, you know, to doing that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I agree because even, all right. So this past game with Max gone, it, it was so many things that, Max Gunn does that aren't translated into a number, just the way he positions his body so uh, another mm-hmm. one of his teammates can go behind him and get the get the mark. It's, even with the heavy statistics, it's just such a game that you have to just watch and appreciate other than looking at the numbers, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, – you know, I, and I think, you know, gone, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, Nick Nat being one of the, you know, the, 
the top rucks in the game. And, and he's definitely great as far as the hitouts go. Uh, Brody Grundy moves around the ground well. But Max Gaughan is he I don't think there's a weak spot in his game at all. You know, he he's you know, he's at he's in the offensive 50, and then you know, 25 seconds later, you know, the ball's been turned over and heading the other day, the other way. He's already back down in the defensive 50. And, yeah. and for somebody that's that size to to be moving that well is just is just mind-boggling. It's just uh yeah. I, I agree. And Melvin has been the team that surprised me the most this season so far. Me and too. Mark Max Brown is the, the centerfold of that team. So yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's uh he's been he's been a lot of fun to watch, and and he and he's somebody I don't know if you I don't think I haven't seen the commercial this year, but I know they did a Netflix commercial last year that had him had him <laughs> laying, laying down on laying down on the bed. Uh, with a with a bucket of popcorn, getting ready to sit down and watch Gilmore Girls, which was just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh yeah, it's just it's just it was a fun it was a fun commercial. You know, it was it was one of those where you know he's not taking himself too seriously. Yeah. You know, which you know which kind of gets into what we were talking about off air about how you know the players seem to be you know while they have their personal lives and the things that they're doing, they seem to be much more approachable than say an nba player or a uh or a um you know baseball or even or a football player 100 i i watch uh i don't know if you've seen making the mark it's on Mm -hmm. amazon prime yes but yeah if i follow a lot of the players nick knack uh eddie betts steven coniglio and they they all just seem like normal people that you could just approach this they didn't have this big flashy lifestyle. It it seemed like they could have been my neighbor right mm-hmm. now. Well, that would be a heck of a commute for them, though, because I know where you live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, relatively relatively speaking, anyway. Right. right. I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you're you're you know north or south of the Walton Way, but uh, see, I'm dropping dropping names of streets there. Just uh, yeah. you know, I do know what All I'm right. talking about there. All right. All right. I see you, man. I see you. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Was it? I was in martinez for a while lived in martinez for a while before i headed back headed back north um but yeah it's just go ahead i was gonna say augusta's been growing a lot lately so yeah it, when you it, come it, back it's probably completely oh different. I, i'm guys I, I i'm enjoying our conversation here but i don't think i'm coming back uh <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's what they I, all say, you know, man. That's what well, there's, says. you know, I'm gonna have, to, I'm gonna have to put you in touch with. Uh, there's an Eagles fan uh, who lives right near there. He's he's about my age, though, but he's he's just come into the game in the last year or so, also. Uh, and he is, just, he's a passionate Eagles supporter as well. In fact, he's thank he's you, actually. Thank he, you. Uh, you know, I think he is, you know, to, to an extent, he's actually the, he's actually the only person that's bought one of my t-shirts off of Redbubble with my, with my, uh, podcast logo on it. So if you see my logo somewhere around, somewhere around Richmond County there, you'll know where it came from, then you'll know who that is. Okay. Okay. He's he's the only, he's the only one that's actually bought one of my shirts in the last uh, six months that they've been on there. Uh, <laughs> you got to send us the link after this. I'll buy one off. Oh, it's right in the show notes, man. It's right in the. It's okay, right up on okay, the. Yeah. Well, you It'll go. You go on the website. Man. There, it's actually on the website. Uh, 
you know, I, I did, I, I got a, you know, my a standalone website going that I think is going to really help the, the show take off and kind of get people kind of heading towards it there. So sure. who is, who is it that, uh, you know, you guys, well, first of all, we, I guess we should cover who you barrack for. We talked about this off air. We kind of hinted. Uh, so which, which clubs do you guys barrack for? I, I, Juwan Extadon, am a West Coast Eagles fan. West Coast and, Eagles all day, every day. <laughs> all right. And I'm Steve's, and, you know, I'm an avid and passionate Carlton Blue supporter. And what? What led you guys to support those particular clubs? Now, Man, I... <laughs> let, uh, let, you know, first of all, for those of you who have not visited their website, you know, uh, one of the things that I, 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 and I've watched a few episodes, one of the things that I really, really enjoyed was your, uh, you're looking at the team songs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Which, you know, I, and I have, to, I have to, I have to admit, I have had, I have had the cats song as the alarm on my phone now for the last four years and i i have i have not over i've not overslept once because that song at five o'clock in the morning just absolutely scares the hell out of you it'll wait i mean i love i love the song but you know coming out of a sound sleep it definitely does not let you stay asleep exactly exactly But I know you guys, you know, you guys, yeah. you kind of like the, if I remember correctly, you, you were kind of, you kind of like the Frio song, if I'm not mistaken, because that's one of the newer yeah, ones. Man. Yeah, man. That one was far. Yeah, I, I like that one. And Joanne you know, might not like it after this week. <laughs> I, well, you so, know, yeah, I actually have a bet going with some, one of our subscribers that if West Coast loses to Frio next week, <laughs> round seven, then I have to sing the Frio song. <laughs> <laughs> oh you know let's go dockers let's go dockers i want let's to see go, that go, 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 go. but you know what <laughs> but you know i i, I also I, I really like you know you guys dug into the into the guernseys to look at uh at the different you know did the did the did the uniforms have any impact at all or the team colors did that have any impact on who you're going to support you can go first, Don. I'll go ahead. Yeah, it, it did for me. I I did not like the Hawks jersey currency. <laughs> the no, yellow and brown was not for me. <laughs> but <laughs> it, you can tell some of them were definitely older. Yeah. I prefer the newer. West Coast Eagles had a little different vibe going to it. So, yeah, it has something to do with it. I like the Eagles logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, for me personally, uh, so I like the colors that that uh, the Eagles have because I went to school. Well, the college I went to, that's the colors that we had. But I uh, Carlton jersey just looks like a simple, iconic. Uh, I like the jersey. It just looks the, the Guernsey. Excuse me. It, it's just it's just something about the simplicity that it really stands out. I like the, the colors that associated with the squad. Mm-hmm. But um, also, what drew me to them was it kind of reminded me of the Boston Celtics as far as their storied history. Uh, but Good also point. reminded me of of the Las Vegas Raiders because of the recent struggle. So it's I can kind of relate to both teams. Um, okay. And tie that into Carlton a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I, I, Patrick Cripps was the first player who stood out. And mm-hmm. that's somebody I felt like I could I could rely on. And ultimately, I just kind of wanted the team to ride with for the season, and I chose Carlton. So have you moved over to Sam Walsh yet? 
Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can ask, you can ask, you can ask Don down there, man. I've been talking like a super coach. Had yeah. to get uh, Sam Walsh, most expensive player on the super coach. Yeah, it's uh, and I'll tell you what, I you know, I Harry McKay, I think is going to be is going to be a great player as well. You know, as he gets a little, as he gets a little bit older as well. Yeah, he's a really decent, uh, um, I, really decent. I think goal scorer. I think Carlson just needs more options in their their forward positions because McCoy can't do it all by right, himself. Right. And everybody knows the ball is going to McCoy. Right. And Casbo, oh my Jesus. Oh man. Let's not talk about Casbo. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's where that's where you know we were talking off air about, you know, uh Jeremy Cameron showing up in Geelong. And I think that that's gonna there may be some growing pains, although there weren't any growing pains this last weekend. We what was that? Oh, Nine, 97 points. <laughs> that was it. O- only 97. They right. kept it under 100. Uh, yeah. But uh, that was our worst loss since 2009. Yeah. It's uh, Rohan played good too, though. So it was a good collective, and Tom Hawkins and- seemed to defer a little bit. So it was a nice collective team well, win for y'all. Well, I think that, they, I think that, you know, that, that, having so many options in the like you were saying with Makai that having so many options in the forward 50 just makes the right, club right. so much harder to defend because you know you can't put you know you can't put two or three bodies on on Hawkins you know like like they're doing with right. Makai knowing the ball is coming right. to him and nobody else is you know coming in to, to to uh to help support him there you know back right. to the, the Guernseys here real quick and I remember I remember you guys talking about this and you were and I don't remember I don't remember seeing in the comments and maybe somebody did that the Swans Guernseys, because you guys were kind of commenting about the Swans Guernseys in terms of the, yeah, the interesting design. Did 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 you did anybody kind of clear that up? That the whole the thing is supposed to kind of look like Swan feathers at the top, but it's also supposed to look like the uh, the outline of the Sydney Opera House. I don't know if anybody had made, clarified that. Yeah, yeah I, don't, right. I don't know if anybody had done that or not yet, but it's just it's kind of a unique design. But they've uh, mm-hmm. they actually made a little bit of a change to it this year because I think that they had to, we're supposed to be paying like a licensing fee to the opera house to have it on there, so they kind of changed it up a little bit so they didn't have to to pay that or pay a reduced fee or something of that nature for it. Um, mm-hmm. So, have you guys uh, convinced any of your any of your friends to come over and and watch games in the middle of the night yet? Oh man. <laughs> We, yeah, we have about we, go ahead, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead, go ahead. I think we got about six or seven people that we had to choose their teams that they're kind of keeping track of. We're we're slowly, you know, pulling them towards the AFL lifestyle. <laughs> we'll when they're over, we'll sit them down, watch them highlights, maybe a mini if they got time. Yeah. Half the time they come over and we're watching the game too, and they just have to sit and watch it with us if you want to kick it with us, man. That, I mean, so that, we have a that's terrific. We have a Geelong supporter. We have a Sydney supporter. We have uh, a Port Adelaide supporter. We have he's a Port Adelaide supporter because he's from uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. So he said, PA, oh, I'm Port Adelaide fan. <laughs> well, you know, that, we a, that makes as much sense as anything else. I guess. I guess. <laughs> not, not more sense than my team, but okay. Yeah, I mean, that's. <laughs> We have a, 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 a homie who's a bandwagon Richmond supporter, but it's looking real good. Like that, that's what you get. Like you're getting smacked up a little bit this early the season. I'll, t- I'll tell <laughs> you Richmond what. Richmond always start like this. Uh, the last couple of years they have. I'll tell you what. Until 
until the vampire come vampire killer comes along and actually puts a stake through Richmond's heart. Yeah, I am I yeah. am I am not counting them out because that is that is too talented a club. It is too well coached a club. It is too, it's a club that know when they're healthy that knows how to play the game. That if they get if they get in, they're gonna make some noise and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna frustrate some club who was going in thinking, hey, we've got a shot at playing, you know, playing in the grand final and Richmond comes in and bites him in the butt. Yes, you know, so until somebody puts a stake in their chest, I don't I, I cannot count Richmond out. Yeah, I, I agree. I hope the dogs can, but it seems like a lot of people don't have they can confidence in the dogs like that. Like with that midfield, I don't know why though. No, with with the with the bulldogs. Yeah. Oh, they're just yeah, and and they've got you know, and they have a lot of options up forward as well. You know, with uh, they do. Yeah. Bruce although you know, Tim English, I think is going to be out this week because of his concussion. But you know, it's uh, they have that got, number one pick. I heard. Yeah. That. Uh, uh, Jamar Hagen should be playing. Yeah. Uh, might get a call up this week, um, but you know they've got so many options. Dunkley got hurt, unfortunately. You know, that. Uh, oh yeah, Dunkley with the shoulder. Yeah. Get a surgery on that. That might be that might be how he gets in the in there this this time around. But you know with. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, Lin, Lin Jong is going to be out again for an extended period, and that's that's just that's sad unfortunate. Yeah, it's he's he's battled injuries. He's in many ways he's a lot like you know, we were talking about the, the guy that uh, that I you know why I kind of fell in love with you know and be kind of decided to become a cat supporter. Uh, it's a guy who hadn't you know hasn't played in a game since twenty eighteen or nineteen uh, mm-hmm. by the name of Nakaya Cockatoo, and he's now with Brisbane. But you know when I first started watching the game, I saw a few Geelong games, and I and I didn't know. Tom Hawkins was Tom Hawkins or Joel Selwood or Patty Dangerfield. I didn't know that, Hey, these guys are the quote unquote superstars in the game, that sort of thing. I just saw this, this young kid who was running around the grounds who looked like, you know, kind of played the game like Ed Reed used to play safety for the Ravens and just, you know, was just, you know, just leveling people out there and was just, you know, was the, when he got the ball in his hands was one of the fastest guys on the ground and was covering vast amounts of distance. And I thought, this guy's a pretty darn good player. He's got to be one of the great ones. And then he disappears for a couple of years because he's had leg injuries and such. And he's, he's been back playing in the, the, the VFL squad for Brisbane. He hasn't been back up with the, uh, with the big club yet, but I think now with, uh, with Lockie Neal having had ankle surgery, he might be getting a shot, you know, maybe, maybe back up with the 22. Wait, Neil, Neil's having surgery. Yeah. He had, he had ankle surgery. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, he's going to be out for probably at least a month. Same with Patty. Oh, yeah, Dangerfield. Yeah, so beat up against us, man. Lockie yeah. Neal was wrapped all the way up, man. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, like uh, SpongeBob fish. <laughs> I, I. Yeah, he he got banged up, and uh, I can't think it was somebody. And I saw somebody that also from Brisbane that had um, oh, Darcy, got uh, cut up, Gardner? and he had, he had staples. He had his face stapled shut. Um, oh, uh, it might yeah. have been Gardner got hurt. Hipwood got a little hurt, but he came back. I think Gardner was the only one who didn't come back. Yeah, oh, respect to Lucky Neal though, because he was hurt and he he fought that whole game. I can't think who it was off the top of my head right now. Um, I'm kind of frustrated in, in that fact here. So we were just talking about those those forward lines. Uh, that's what that's what's been surprising about Brisbane because they have the names on paper, but they're just now coming together a little bit, and I feel like. Charlie Cameron just kind of came out this game 
And, but before then, he wasn't really, really doing much. And Joe Danaher shows up kind of when he wants to. Well, and Hipwood was, kind of, Hipwood was looking good. Yeah, Danaher's been, you know, he just came over from Essendon this year. Uh, Danaher did. So, I mean, he because he's had some leg problems for the last couple of years where he's only played, I think, maybe a dozen games in the last two seasons. And then, he, uh, you know, he came out and had a pretty decent game against uh, Essendon a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, that's what I'm hoping Saad does uh, next week against Essendon, man. I hope Saad goes off. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I, I got a question for you, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it, since you've been a fan a little longer than we have, is it hard for you to get attached to players knowing how often players get injured? Question. You know, question. I... I, I think I, I've kind of come to the re, the realization, you know, I, I, in a way, yes. I mean, I'm, I was sad to see, you know, uh, Cockatoo move on, but he was going to struggle finding games in, in Geelong's midfield. And actually mm-hmm. Brisbane had had him playing uh, back at, in defense uh, during the, uh, the preseason this year, during the training sessions, you know, which I think he'd be a great defender because he's a, just, he's an absolute tackling machine. Um you know, I, I've, I've gotten to the point now with, you know, being a sports fan for, you know, more than half a century that mm-hmm. I, I, I generally, I've, I've found myself where I, you know, the teams that I do support, I, I tend to, you know, support the name on the front of the Jersey rather than the name on the back of the Jersey. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely trying to see that. I'm, I'm getting a lot of respect for coaches in this game more so than sports in the States. Cause you Maybe definitely too. have to be able to, come back and well make sure you still have a team that's ready to play after an injury and <laughs> going back to the Adelaide Crows game <laughs> when they had their medical sub not ready to play for like oh, a oh my god and a half. that was it's the like, goofiest thing ever yeah that was uh <laughs> that was bad look yeah I already was looking down like I already look at Adelaide Crows kind of goofy for some reason but the fact that you didn't have your medical sub ready and you got to run down the tunnel and you start doing handball drills, I'm like, oh man. You, well, you well, know. They, you know, he he wasn't even, you know, they had to wrap his ankles too, and uh, right, because right, he, because he's normally a starter for them, but he's been he's been banged up, and you know they you know they oh, played wow. that game in Tasmania, so I mean they, you know they had, uh, I don't think they brought a lot, you know, I don't think they brought a whole lot of extra players with them on the trip. But, you know, he's a guy who would have, if he was healthy, he would have been there starting 18. He would have been, he would have been on the, the, the list for that game. Uh, but he's just, uh, yeah, I, that was something I was going to bring up in, in my, my episode tomorrow, just to see what people's thoughts on that were, but it just was, it just, it made Adelaide look pretty silly, I think. Yeah. Uh, which Considering is, you which already is predicted. Yeah. You already predicted yeah. to be toward the bottom of the ladder and then you do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, you know, they, they've been, They've been surprising too. I th- I think I picked yeah. them around. I think I picked them like twelfth or thirteenth this year because I thought you know because yeah. you, I was gonna say uh, for a new fan, Adelaide Crows is one of the teams I'm excited to see. Tex Walker is one of the most exciting uh, players in my opinion. <laughs> and then when when they do good plays, when they show up, they look good when they play. But then yeah. they they'll just blow a whole league. They'll blow a historic league. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like they're a highlight team, in my opinion. I don't really, I don't really like them too much, to be honest. Well, do you guys know the story about uh, their ruck, Riley O'Brien, and Nick Nat from last year? Have you no. Heard that? 
Okay, well, uh, well, they actually they, they meant they referenced it in the Making Their Mark series, which I've not watched the oh. final episode because I know how the last episode ends up and Richmond beats Geelong, and I really don't want to watch that again. I will oh, someday. Man. I haven't I haven't done it yet, but uh, you know, I guess you know, Riley O'Brien, I guess, was you know doing his like his scouting notes about Nick Nat on his phone, and actually somehow ended up like tweeting him out. Sent them oh, out as sent, oh. sent out his note. You know, basically, you know, saying you know the Nick Nat was you know was was slow and was kind of lazy off the ball and wouldn't you know wouldn't, oh, wouldn't play defense man. and such. And you know, and I guess supposedly the screen on his phone had been broken. So after after they played one another last year, and Nick Nat just ran him ragged on the grounds. Nick Nat bought him a new phone. Brought him out. A, brought him oh. out a new. Brought him out a new phone after the game and shook hands with him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. my god, <laughs> that's savage. Yeah. That's that's my super coach Ruckman, man. Now I gotta drop him, man. Oh well, Brian, I think he's pretty. He's pretty decent. He is. Yeah. He's decent. Yeah. But that's, hey, look, after going out like that, I gotta go get Nick, man. <laughs> that <sounds> like, <laughs> hey, that sounds like something Kevin Durant would do. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Kevin Durant would cry though. <laughs> oh man. So, uh. What about the game still has you kind of just scratching your head that you're trying to figure out? I don't quite get this right now. Uh, so Don already said one thing for me, which was like the the what is officially a mark and what is not as far as how long it's in your possession, because that's very uh-huh. subjective. Uh, the holding the ball sometimes is very questionable. Um Yeah, it, the top of my really head, just, that's probably all I could think of. It's it's just umpire calls that are, are kind of I, I don't know if it will go that way in other games. It's just sometimes it's not consistent, you know. It's not at all. But the game where we we understand the game pretty smooth yeah, though yeah. for the most part. Like and it's uh you know, it's at a point where you know I think you know where the NFL has you know where it has a play that ends. You know, if there's something that's possibly objectionable, or even with baseball now, where they could do a review or a challenge or throw a challenge fight, that sort of thing. With the flow of the AFL, that's not something that that is likely able to happen. So I don't, I don't think you're, I don't think they'll ever get to get to a point where they have a review for a yeah. maybe they would for a mark or something of that nature. Right. Maybe for a mark they could do it, or maybe you know if a mark was. Yeah, because if one's, if one's not played and they're and they're you know they say play on, you know the ball wasn't caught, it's hard to stop play right there, Absolutely. and and have them go check. Well, no, 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 he did make a he did take the mark there. Yeah, I, I don't think it would be possible either, just because how important momentum is in the game. Just that right after you catch yeah. the mark, are you gonna play on or wait a little bit? It, it's just too many options that you're taking away if you have to stop the game. You know. Yeah, it would do the game a disservice to have to do all that for like marks and stuff like that. Yeah, like I, each mark. I mean, that's one of the nice things about it being such a free flowing, free flowing thing. Yeah. So, you know, are, have you guys? Uh, I know you're doing your preview episodes and you're doing your your your, your tips and your reviews of, of different games and that sort of thing. Did I see where you guys are kind of like talking through like a live stream of a game as well? I haven't watched any of those yet, but I think I've seen that you guys have that sort of thing posted as well. Yeah, we're we're trying to get into doing lives. Um, I mean, we're, we're 
just experimenting with a lot of different things. We're trying to see where our fans are at and be there for them, you know? We, all, all this is pretty, pretty new to us. Yeah. So have yeah, you guys, for the most part, just trying to find, uh, like, what uh, what what the fans like? Not the fans. I don't even want to say fans, but our subscribers. Uh, we take suggestions from them and 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 obviously put our own input in it and mm -hmm. want to see what's best as far as spreading the game. Okay. Uh, through our channel and what was the best medium to do that? So are your are you bringing in supporters from the U.S. or are you finding some in Australia or how's that working out? Right, right now, according to YouTube. 80% or 85% of our fan base is Australian. Okay. Of our subscribers. Um, the American subscribers are growing every day. I think that's more so from what we're doing, talking to our friends. We post mm -hmm. all our videos on Facebook. So I think slowly we're getting more and more people around us to, yeah. to watch footy and enjoy the game. We definitely bring it up every time we're out with friends, having a conversation. We'll bring up footy. We'll talk about past games enough that they can have a conversation back with us. Okay. So, and that to me, that that is that's that is fantastic because it becomes that grassroots thing, and it's this is such an untapped market for for footy, you know, because we have, you know, we've got over. 10% the you know over 10 times the population that Australia has. And right. you know we we are a a country that that kind of has embraced contact sports for a long time. Well, you know whether it be football, ice hockey, basketball, you know it's a contact sport in in many ways. You know baseball not necessarily mm -hmm. as much of a contact sport but you know Baseball is kind of it, it's the own, own unique thing there, but you know, there are so many fans of of things like football and hockey and, and that sort of thing that that and that would and even best like I said with basketball, as you mentioned before, that would see the parallels and the similarities in in footy, and would just become I think interested mm -hmm. in it if they were if they had it in front of them. So, uh, I, I I definitely agree with that. Like I, I show my dad uh, footy a little bit after we started the YouTube channel. And I think he had just got off work at probably around six o'clock. Mm -hmm. And I went over there, told him about footy. We sat down. I showed him my rules video. So he understood what was going on. And then mm -hmm. he sat down and watched two games back to back. Wow. And yeah, we, we watched footy. So you know how long a game is and how oh, yeah. hard it is to sit through a game sometimes. And he sat up and watched two games back to back and was impressed, looking like, if, oh, oh, wow, you know, <laughs> the whole game. So, it, and he, he's a diehard football fan. Like, you can't tell him anything about football. Football is the best sport there is. And he really enjoyed um, watching AFL at That's first. He was kind of he was trying to compare it to soccer. He was like, "Oh yeah, these, these guys are like soccer players. Just look at them running around all the time with no purpose." Nope. But then he started seeing some marks, some tackles, uh -huh. and he yeah. was like, "Oh, this, this is different. I, I like this. Yeah. I like this." And yeah, I I like to I like to joke with people. 
where I, I like to joke and say that, that, that to me, even though I announced soccer, I think I, I joked that, that soccer is a communist sport because they don't let you use all of your body parts. It's a game where you get penalized for being faster than your opponent. Right. Oh, that's that that's offside. I mean, that, yeah. Right. It just is, it's, uh, I don't know. I've, I've, you know, I, like I said, I, I watch my, my high school's teams play, but beyond that, I don't, uh, I'll, you know, and, and I'll announce, uh, you know, the state tournament games that come play at our stadium. So we've got a pretty decent stadium that's yeah. centrally located in the state, but um, you know, I don't watch, uh, I couldn't tell you somebody that played for Manchester or Leeds or any of those other, I couldn't tell you, you know, there's some guy with glasses that's always in the news that coaches one of those teams that I, Jurgen, Jurgen, <laughs> something, and I have no idea who he is, and, and I don't care to know. Uh, it's uh, yeah, yeah, just, 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 it isn't something that that rattles my cage at all. But uh, so, where do you? And you mentioned you had like eighty plus percent of your uh, your listener, or your people who are viewing that are in Australia, and that's that is a not a bad thing to have because right now I'm at about with my podcast, I'm at about 61% of my listeners are in Australia and about mm-hmm. 32% are in the U S and then I've got some that are, I've got some sprinkled in like 30 different countries around that, around the world. Oh, um, wow. That's dope. Yeah. You know, I've got, uh, some, you know, tends to be like, uh, the UK, the UK, Canada, uh, Ireland. And that can be because my brother-in-law lives in Ireland and listens to it. Um, you know, I'll get a lot of listens from those, from those places, New Zealand as well. Oh, wow. But, um, you know, if you get, if you get your toe in the door with the Australian supporters, that, that can bode well for you going on, going on down the road, because as you'd said, the, the fact that, 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 that you're showing an interest in something that they're so passionate about is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they will, they'll, you know, if you, you know, you'll, if you get into some of those discussion boards online and you, you know, you're talking with them and you get into, you know, the, the Carlton web, you know, Carlton pages or the uh, I'm having oh, the West coast pages. And, you know, you get to, you know, you meet 97 people on the West coast. Oh, I'm sorry. I brought 97 up again. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you meet not talk to 97 <laughs> different people on that, on that page uh, this week. And they're all, you know, not happy about what went on last weekend. You know, it's going to definitely work to your advantage, you know, as far as it's not, have you guys had a different, have you guys had a YouTube channel of, of some other sort before? Or is this a, is this a whole new venture? Um, I had a small YouTube channel about anime, but this took off way faster. Okay. Um, and my, my anime YouTube wasn't even, it was just something I did for fun. Okay. The AFL is something I'm taking a lot more serious. So I, I would definitely consider this is our first leap into good deal. The YouTube, <laughs> yeah, good deal. Yeah, I'm not uh, like I said. I I'm, I just have a static image when I upload mine, with just a, my logo because I don't know how to edit video and that sort of thing. And I just that's not. I mean, I I I've started finish, fiddling around with a new uh, recording set of recording software as on a trial basis, and I and I'm it's way more advanced than I am. So I need to watch a lot more videos on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the editing and everything is definitely a learning experience. Uh, 
and we just strive to have each video be better than the last. I hope if people watch our videos, they can tell the improvement and the direction we're trying to go. And I will definitely be putting links in the show notes and in the uh, the Twitter feed and that sort of thing when it comes out. Because um, I, you know, I think you guys are having a lot of fun with this. You know, we do absolutely. You yep. you've got. Uh, yeah, I have, have you. Can you officially say that you've fallen in love with the game yet? Definitely. Okay. I think. I think Steve was telling me last last week when we were watching games that he finally got goosebumps from watching the game, and that's okay. when he really felt like he was a fan. Yeah. So, uh, so I feel like all right. So I can't say. I've fallen in love with the game, and I only can say that for one reason, because I will truly fall in love with the game when Carlton is the commissioner. So okay. I can't say I've fallen in love with the game. But okay. I do love the game. I do okay. love the game of footy. Um, I, and I and Don heard me the other day. I actually said the other day, too, that Carlton, through this small fanhood that I've had for, like, what, five weeks, six weeks? Uh-huh. I've been a Boston Celtics fan since, like, 2007. I've been an uh, Oakland Raider fan since 2007. And I have, I feel like the Carlton Blues work my nerves in like a good way and a bad way as far as being excited and anxious. Yeah. More so than any other sports team that I'm a fan of already. And it's crazy. It's just I don't know if it's attributed to the game of footy or yeah. because I, I don't know. It has to be the game of footy. I, I can definitely agree with that. I'm definitely more passionate. I'm I care a lot more about the West Coast Eagles winning or losing, their players getting hurt. I'm more involved with the team because I feel like the players care care more. The players care more. They're more. They're playing the, you know, their heart out. They're actually mm-hmm. trying, giving their all in the field. So it's hard for me not to be like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a support too. I'm a when you do something, I'm a be right here with you, screaming West Coast all day every day. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, um, I was going to ask you one other thing here before that. I, oh, and I can't think of what it was right now. I don't know if I had this one written down here. Um, you know, while, while we're here, and this is going to be coming out uh, the, the week of the NFL draft, let me, let me toss it over here for a second. Uh, um, I know we've got a Raiders supporter here. and uh, I'm a Bears supporter. You're a Bears supporter. Okay, so yeah. where where do you where do you want your club to go in the first round this year? As far as draft position, or what? Yeah, what do you I mean, mean who, who who are you hoping is holding up that Raiders or Bears? Oh, okay, man. To be honest, whoever the Raiders draft, I'm gonna hope is somebody else because the Raiders seem to pick the wrong first round <laughs> pick. Every every time, really honestly, except for Khalil Mack, and then when we traded Khalil Mack, I was like, okay, we just don't want to win. Um, to be honest though, COVID has like, and and look, I, I think this is another reason why I've fallen more in love with footy too. The, a lot of the sports that I'm into have been COVID like affected. Whether like the games have been getting delayed, a lot of the college games got delayed. Leagues like certain conferences started later, mm-hmm. so I kind of stopped paying as much attention to the college games. Then you have like the NBA games, NFL games getting delayed and postponed. But where you see footy's working smooth, it's not. Whereas like I just jumped into footy this year, so I didn't get to see last year's the whole affected mm-hmm. season. This is like a fresh sport, fans involved. It's not quiet stands aside from the Frio North game. But yeah. other than that, 
you know, it's it's still a, a great sports environment that you you really can enjoy compared to the American sports right now. Okay. Uh, I, I would agree. I focus more so on the AFL than the NFL with all, all the seasons in the space right now have an asterisk next to them, in my opinion, until we get back on a regular flowing system. That's a good point. That's a good point. But so, Raiders need to go defense, though. Yeah. Absolutely. And are, are the are the Bears going to be uh, happy rolling? What they, they did pick up Nick Foles? No, not Nick Foles. They did they they picked up. Yeah, Nick Foles because Carson we, Wentz went to uh, Indianapolis. Did he not? I believe so. I yeah. Believe so. Yeah. That's, ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's be interesting. We definitely need a quarterback. So I don't. I just hope. Trubisky might not be the answer. Well, Trubisky's the backup in Buffalo now, I think. Oh, is he? Oh, see, look, I've been even paying attention. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's – Oh, yeah, Trubisky's – oh, yeah. Well, that's what Trubisky needs, though, because he's not going to start over over Josh Allen. That's true. No, uh uh-uh. He's not. He needs some some tutelage. (laughs) So, gentlemen. Who are you a fan of, though? Oh, I'm I'm a lifelong Browns fan. Yeah, I've been a Cle- I've been a oh, okay. you know, I am a homer. Right now, I'm a homer. You know, I I you know, I I've, I've been you know, I had uh until the the Cavs won a championship in what was it? 2016 or whatever. Yeah, you know, the Browns won a championship when I was 1 year old in 1964. And nothing since then. Nothing since then. You know, we we've, we've had you know, we've had heartbreak after heartbreak, you know, whether it be, you know, you know, absolutely despising john elway um for 1986 and 80 88 and 87 and you know it just uh you know and then more that's more along the other brown's ineptitude for not being you can't you can't fault the other guy for doing his job if you couldn't do your own uh but you know how you feel about your division then because you're about to fall off cautiously optimistic you know, Y'all think, should get wild card. I would like to think. Oh, I, I think I will be. I will be surprised if they don't win the division this year. Yeah, Lamar like, can't throw. Lamar can't. You know, throw. it's uh, you know, they brought they brought in you know, uh, you know, they brought you know they brought in uh, Davian Clowney to play on the opposite side of Miles Garrett. Oh, so you know, it's Odell's uh, coming back too, right? You know what's uh, which one? Is Odell coming back? Uh, you know what? I I won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if he gets traded on on draft night. I wouldn't be shocked by that at all. I can all. believe it. You know, because you know, I can believe it. One, it you know, would it'd clear up a lot of cap space for them. You know, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I imagine he's going to come back because he had an ACL last year. Um, so yeah. we'll see what happens. But I, I'm cautiously optimistic. But again, as a Cleveland sports fan, you you know, I I can't go out and say, well, yeah, this is definitely going to happen because as soon as you do that. It's not going to happen. Uh, so I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. So I can believe that. So where where can people find your podcast or your your YouTube channel? What what? Give us so the web address. It's titled Steez and the Don AFL. It's S T E E Z, the and symbol, and the Don T H E D O N AFL. With no space right. in the and dime, we also the promote, way. yeah, right. and we so. also uh, we promote on Reddit, we promote on Instagram, we promote on Snapchat, Facebook. Um, okay, 
Yeah, yeah. For the most part, anywhere you see us on social media, we, we try to spread it. Like you said, we're serious about spreading the game of footy. So okay. You'll see yeah. us, man. Yeah, I would I would definitely, you know, you guys probably if you if you don't have a presence on Twitter yet, I would definitely say, you know, consider doing that just because it's I have a lot more interaction with people on Twitter than I do anywhere else. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're working I'm, on that. I think yeah. that's one of our smaller presence, but I'm, I'm, we're uh, working on interacting and networking with other smaller channels. And uh, just like we're kind of doing now and just kind of working on support as far as I'm, growing with each other, you know. I'm I'm a middle-aged chubby guy that lives in Ohio, and I somehow have 1,600 followers on Twitter. I, I how does that happen? Great content, man. Yeah, so it's great just, content. You, you I, I get the vibe. Like I can tell that you're, you you know what you're talking about, and the confident uh, you have confidence in what you're speaking on. So and that, that definitely shows. If you know if nobody told you that, I can absolutely see it. Well, so thank that, you. That's, that's how good. you got your followers, man. You you do a great job, man. You're consistent. So. It is, you know, I, it is, it's a lot of fun. And I, and I think, you know, you guys only being, you know, a couple months into this, you know, I, uh, I honestly think you're going to absolutely love the, the ride of this game. We, you know, whether your club is in finals or not, uh, just you know, seeing, and, 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 and I'm not saying that about any particular club. My club could fall off a cliff as well. You know, well, they, it looks like I'm the only one that needs to be worried right now. <laughs> well, you know, it's, uh, and, and and I'm not even saying that that's the uh, that that's the going to be the case either. But uh, um, yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah, but this game is definitely unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. No, you're absolutely Everybody right. Knows. You're absolutely right because you know I you know last last week you know I yeah I tipped you know when you know Sydney's been playing really well this last few weeks, and I and I went right. ahead and you know Gold Coast was down 70 to nine oh at halftime goodness. the week before I tipped gold coast this past week against Sydney. And well, you know, I, my thinking was, you know, yeah, I want to hear this. Well, here's, here's, <laughs> here's my thinking on this. I said, you know, one sit buddy Franklin was not playing for Sydney this week. They lost their, they lost their ruck hickey. He got banged up the week before. So he was going to be out. And makes sense. And if you watch, if you watch making their mark, and you saw how angry <laughs> Stuart Dew got in some of the situations last year, I can only imagine what he said to Gold Coast in the uh, locker room last week when he was down seventy to nine at halftime. So I could <laughs> guarantee you those guys were not going to lose that game this week because they didn't want to oh, hear that again this week. So yeah. whatever he said against what against the Bulldogs carried over into this week. So I, I was, I, I, that was one of the ones I was actually more, you know, you know, I, and when I tip my, when I tip my games, I don't, you know, I don't, you know, some people will say, well, I, you know, I think this club's going to beat this one by 40 points or by 60 points. Well, I've, I've kind of resigned myself, you know, I'll, I'll, I usually won't go over like 20 because I don't want to alienate, you know, the, the supporters of a, yeah. of a club and say, well, this guy doesn't think my club has a snowball's chance in Hades of winning a game, so I'm not going to listen to him anymore. So, so if your you know, if your club is down towards the bottom of the ladder, and I don't think they're going to win, I might say, oh, they're going to lose by 18. I'm not going to say, man, you guys are going to smack by 70. I'm not going to I'm not going to do that because I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to anger anybody doing that. <laughs> you can you see know, we're not shy with that. Yeah, huh? I'm, yeah I'm not trying to disrespect. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I don't want to. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody or their club because. You know, that guy Don, that guy disrespects yeah. Frio every time. Oh, yeah. he gets a Australians, <laughs> <laughs> Australians well, I, are definitely passionate about their clubs. I, like, 
They will come North, out of the woodworks to defend their club. North yeah. fans? North fans came at us, Adelaide fans, I think, in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and they're, they're and North has generally been a pretty decent club. And until yeah, I until agree, last I year, you know, Adelaide had, you know, Adelaide's club last year, you go back and watch their games, even though they didn't, you know, they won the wooden spoon, they played hard week in and week out. That was a club that was losing games. Not because they were just getting outplayed. They were playing hard. They just, you know, they were just learning, you know, they were growing into the into their positions. And that kind of sounds like North a little bit this year. Yeah, they, and I think and I think it's gonna pay off for North next year. I think they it might. is. And then I, from what I'm told, they're hurt. They're, they have a lot of injuries. Oh, right they now. got a lot, they got a ton of injuries right now. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I don't I don't know about Anderson or, or uh was it Robbie Tarrant? I don't know anything. Yeah, and, about and, and Luke McDonald, you know, who can't who's you know, I was yeah. telling you about his I'd interviewed his oh, dad. Yeah. And you know his dad and his dad and Luke are actually you know looking at getting a podcast up and running along with one of his one of Luke's teammates who had to retire due to concussions. So I, I put together a whole list oh, of you know like you know what you would need to do to do a podcast kind of stuff to send off to his dad. And I'm getting ready to send the email, and I and I watch and I'm watching the 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 North Melbourne game and I'm watching Luke make a tackle and tear his pec muscle and I'm thinking. I'm not going to send this email to him right now because uh, it's the, you know. So oh I, I yeah, that's the for, guy. Yeah, so I ended up I sent it to him like two days later because I was like, and I told him about what I said. I was I had this ready to send as I'm watching Luke get injured, and I thought I'm not going to send this right now. Right, that's so, the guy who, uh, who just came back from injury. Right? Yeah, he, he just came back game. from a hamstring. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, oh, and man. he's a, he's a that's really right. good defender too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey guys, go ahead. Speaking of defenders, I had a question about uh, one player that I've been hearing about, but I don't really think about him. What about uh, how good is Lockie Whitfield? He's pretty decent from GWS. Yeah, I, I he's not like a top tier defender though. I would say he's he's probably in the you know like if you did it like a grading scale, he's probably in the B B plus range. I would think he's he's a very good one. You know, I of anybody on GWS that I'd want to have on my club, hands down, give me Toby Green. I would love to have Toby Green play on my. And I don't care what sport. Yeah, I don't care what sport it is. I don't care if it's you know if it's American football or soccer. I want yeah. Toby Green playing on my team. Yeah. You know, it's just it just is a you know yeah. he's yeah he is just a, a hard nosed kid. He and I'm surprised uh, I didn't hear him. No, go ahead. I was gonna say I didn't. I'm surprised I didn't hear more about Toby Green before the season started because he, from what I've seen, he's been a standout player. Well, he's. He's had a bit of, he's had a bit of a reputation. Right he's been suspended a number of different times for doing some some things that uh, you probably shouldn't do. You know, like you know, gouging at a player's eyes and that so sort of thing in the in a tackle and that sort of thing. And just, oh just, wow, oh, he's he's done. You know, he's you know he's done. Uh, and you know, I uh, you know, Juwan, I'm not sure if you are familiar with what uh, with what Andrew Gaff did to young Mr. Brayshaw from Fremantle yeah, a couple of years ago. In 2018. Yeah. You know, just yep. you know, something that was just what was perceived to be so out of character for Gaff. You know, he just, have you seen that video? I have definitely. Oh man. That's just, that, that was, that was brutal. You know, it came out of nowhere too. I was yeah. like, why did he do that? Well, that was, and, well, he and got punished that game too, man. You know, he got they yeah he did for that. and then and then he was suspended he gets he got suspended for the rest of the season oh you know, damn so, he got messed up man. <laughs> yeah well he got suspended for the rest of the season the team went on to win the grand final he did not get a grand final medal 
because he wasn't playing. Oh, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So it's uh. So if you it, just if you get if you don't play the grand final game, that just disqualifies you. You don't you don't get the medal. Yeah. Which I think is which I think is 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 as as ruthless in this sport. It, it is because ruthless. you know you know, because you may have you may have been somebody you know you may have been somebody that played you know twenty two games for the team and played you know, played all the finals yeah. games and got, maybe got hurt in the last final game before the grand final and you don't get a medal. Right. So what if you get hurt during the game? You get a, you get a medal? Yeah, you would still, you know, if you played, if you're playing in the game, yeah, you would, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, that's, Mar- that's ruthless right you there. Know, Mar- Marlon Pickett from Richmond uh, back in 2019. Yeah, yeah 2019. His, uh, he was a mid-season draft pick because they had an open spot on their roster. And his first game with Richmond was the grand final. So he played his, his first game in, in, in the <laughs> Richmond uniform was, was the grand final. So he got a premiership medal during his first game. Yeah. So pretty cool that, 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 that happened. Yeah. I, I was hearing that about him. And uh, he has, I think the he has a really neat story. Before that, he w- yeah. I, I do want to learn more about all the AFL stories because they're just player stories characters how they came up is so much different than what we experience in america so they yeah their whole life story is interesting to me yeah and and he's you know he's a little on the older side because he's already 29 um because he you know he was not he was not able to play for for a while if you know what i mean um yeah yeah yeah, he was he was elsewhere let's just leave it at that um (laughs) yeah (laughs) So, gentlemen, I think we're going to go. <laughs> this has been a blast talking to you guys. Okay, I, I am thrilled to to be able to, in you know, in any way that I can, help to get your names out to as many people as possible, um, to, to hopefully help to build up your listenership to get uh, to get more eyes in front of your your channel, because um, I, I and I think you know that that we're you know those of us who are american fans who are trying to tell our friends and neighbors and such that this is this is a game people should be looking at we kind of all have to stick together because there aren't many of us yes you know there are a lot of there are several thousand people playing the game in the states but there aren't a whole lot of people who are talking about it and trying to convince people to either Mm -hmm. check it out or to play it and and you guys being it being in augusta you know if you guys are of the age where if you're thinking you know what maybe i want to try this out there have been some things that have been out there about them trying to get some stuff up and off the ground in the Aiken area. And, you know, I know that's not that far away. Cause I, after, you know, I ended up spending a year going to USC Aiken. So I know it's not that far of a drive. Uh, no, not that far. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't know about plan, but I will definitely support the yeah. growth of the, <laughs> the growth of the sport. Well, you guys, you guys are yeah. much younger than I am. You can certainly play. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, much- don't want anybody's knees in my back. Well, there, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but and yeah, I, don't I want... definitely appreciate the. Uh, yeah. I, I was gonna say, I definitely appreciate you, um, uh, dedicating some time to to take us to take out of your time to you know interview us and hey. even um give up give us that offer to help support our channel and to help us grow. So hey, definitely I, appreciate that, and we offer the same. It's, you it's absolutely it. my pleasure. I mean, I, I, I've, I've had a blast talking to you guys. Uh, 
hit a little too close to home for me in some cases there, but I, I'm not going to give you any names to go looking anybody up. Okay. To say, Hey, oh dear, I'm not going to do that at all. But, uh, but you know, I'll, I'll I, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll probably try to put you in touch with, uh, with, uh, with uh, Jim and I can't remember the town he lives in, but it's, uh, but he's, he works. He's the West coast. Uh, he's the West coast supporter. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, okay. I guess they're, they're building a new nuclear power plant down in that area. Uh, I think I it's think, it's south I'm of Augusta. Sure. I think, you know, it's it's not it's not down by the. I think uh, so, like kind of towards kind of towards Tabby Island and stuff. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. but he, I guess he's working on the construction of that facility. Yeah, he, oh, yeah. Yeah, he works well, construction. Yeah, I mean, we would love to watch. We would love to watch games with people. We would love to have a AFL flag premiership party. Yeah, man. Well, if you got, you know, even if you guys have gotten, you know, games that are on, uh, you know, even on on replay, you know, you can take them somewhere and, you know, uh, connect through a Roku, yeah. Roku on AirPlay and, you know, play it up on the on the TV at somebody else's house and just kind of just come into their Roku and commandeer their television without them knowing it and saying, hey, we're going to watch this now. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. Hey, guys. It's interesting enough to be able to do that. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on. Ladies and gentlemen, my my guests have been Steez and the Don from the Steez and the Don AFL YouTube channel. Gentlemen, thanks so much for coming on. I truly appreciate it. It's been a heck of a lot of fun talking to you. Okay. I know I'm an old fart and you guys are just a couple of young kids here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you putting up with the old man here tonight. This has been been a lot of fun. You know, I'm uh, I'm uh, actually sitting down to, to like I said, to, I was telling you before, talking with a gentleman who's a couple of years older than I am on Wednesday night. And that's probably, that's probably going to go on from about seven o'clock, probably till about 11 o'clock in the evening. So be okay. a fun conversation. So guys, I appreciate you coming on. Okay. And I, I will send, it. I'll send you out links to this when it uh, is available. So you guys can share it out and get people listening yeah. as well. And uh, okay, support sure. your show. Sure. Hey, we appreciate it too. We had a lot of fun. We wouldn't mind doing this again sometime. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Absolutely, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that discussion with Steez and the Don. A lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Again, these two guys have only been following the game for a couple of months, so their passion for the game is is amazing, quite frankly. And I'm looking forward to working with them again, talking to them again. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, if you've got an idea for a show topic or somebody you think would make a great guest, uh, shoot me an email at yankonthefooty.com. You can leave me a message on in, on instagram or on twitter at yank underscore on but the best spot to do would be to uh, hop on the uh website yank on and leave me a voicemail there or leave me a message there you can sign up there and drop messages to me uh keep in mind also i do have my youtube channel up and running i do need to get that updated i've had a little bit of a lull on that uh got a few episodes that need to go up on there but they will be going there and now that you've listened ladies and gentlemen I hope you'll consider giving me a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. It lets me know what I'm uh, doing well, what I need to work on, and uh, lets the podcast hosts know what you think of the show. And quite frankly, if we're going to be completely honest here, completely transparent, it also lets other listeners know that you like the show or that you don't care for the show and will maybe guide them into wanting to tune in. Because if you're on Twitter and you've happened to have noticed whenever I see some you know good reviews and that sort of thing that come in i i want to share those so people can see this and say hey you know what 
I haven't checked out the most recent episode. Maybe I should do that. Okay? So hopefully you'll consider checking out the uh, the uh, review page for me there and helping me out with that. And you remember, you can also reach me at yankonthefooty at gmail.com and on Twitter at yank underscore on, as well as on Facebook and Instagram at yankonthefooty. I check all of those daily, uh, sometimes more often than others. Uh, keep in mind, I'm also on YouTube as well. And sign up for the mailing list on my uh, website there, uh, yankonthefooty.com. And again, if you want to help out the podcast, you can check out the uh, Buy Me a Coffee page or the Redbubble storefront page. I have a uh, couple new designs that are getting ready to go into uh, the design phase and get uh, worked up. And can't wait to get those out there to you. I think you're going to like them. So be looking for those in the next couple of weeks here, ladies and gentlemen. Now, folks, keep in mind, you know, I want to thank you for listening. This is... Uh, it's so humbling that people tune in. It is extraordinarily humbling when somebody says that they like the, I guess you could call it the product, the, the podcast that I'm putting out, that they like what they're hearing from me. And I, and I truly, truly appreciate that. You know, we all love this game. We love our clubs. We're not fond of the umpires occasionally uh, on every instance, uh, or many instances, I should say. But uh, we love our clubs. We love this game. And folks... For those of you who are in the States, don't forget, you don't have to stay up and watch the games live, okay? Keep in mind that Australian rules football, it's why they invented the DVR. And if you want to prove that to somebody, you can put that on a t-shirt or on a sticker at my Redbubble store and go ahead and share that with your friends and family, okay? So again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so very much for tuning in and checking out the podcast. I hope you'll give it a share. And as always, may your dribble kick Never hit the post. Until next time, ladies and gents, I will catch you later. This has been episode number 91 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on or to yankonthefooty at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook on at yankonthefooty, as well as on my website, yankonthefooty.com. Thanks for listening, and please consider sharing the podcast with your friends and family. Goodbye. <laughs>